0: According to a recent publication by Reuters, as uh, OpenAI was going through the process of uh, looking for funding, since the company, as I explained in previous episodes, is actually trying to scale up further the business operations of its uh, AI models combined with the monetization of those models. It seems that uh, the company, uh, OpenAI, projected a billion, one billion in revenues by 2024. But how does the company make money today? How its business model work, let me explain. In previous episodes I explained a little bit how the whole technology works, the combination of the technology and the business ecosystem that uh, OpenAI is creating, the history and the partnership with uh, with Microsoft. But right now, let's focus a little bit on the more practical stuff. So how does OpenAI make money today? Now, it's very hard to know, um, you know, how much money OpenAI makes today because there is not uh, direct reporting. However, there are some interesting numbers that uh, I can share. Now, if um, uh, we look from the projection, of the 1 billion in revenues by 2024 that, uh, according to Reuters, OpenAI would go would generate, as uh, the the company is going around pitching investors. Because let's remember, as I explained in previous episodes, OpenAI is in talks with Microsoft to invest a further 10 billion in the partnership. And I also explained a little bit how the um, the organization is structured with a sort of hybrid uh, formula where there is the nonprofit uh, foundation that actually leads uh, the board of the uh, OpenAI ILP, which is the, the uh, for-profit uh, capped profit organization, which is a private entity, where Microsoft is probably investing uh, 10 billions in the partnership, uh, probably as a, a little bit of a mixture of uh, yes financial resources, but especially of infrastructure uh, that is going to be needed for OpenAI to keep scaling its uh, its own business model. It's um, not only its uh, AI models, so GPT-4 going forward, but also its own business model. Now, it's quite interesting because uh, OpenAI, uh, as a, a tax-exempt organization, has to report a form which is called uh, 990, so 990. Which is a, a tool for the IRS to actually gather information about uh, organizations that are exempt to, to taxes. And you know, since OpenAI still is a is a is a foundation, then by looking at the numbers, it's quite interesting uh, that um, uh, you know we uh, you can find out that in 2020. The uh, OpenAI uh, actually generated about uh, three million and a half in uh, in total revenues, made of uh, two point six millions in uh, contributions and then other uh, income coming from uh, uh, from uh, from um, uh, rental properties and sales of uh, of assets. Now, of those contributions, maybe we can assume that um, a good chunk of it uh, was coming from uh, the monetization of the Open uh, of the OpenAI. Um, APIs. Who knows? Uh, it's it's very hard to know for sure. Uh, we're gonna know once uh, OpenAI uh, LP, uh, which is the 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 for-profit entity, is gonna start uh, sharing the financials. Which may happen, um, which may happen in, in the future. Uh, for now, we can just uh, a little bit trying to understand how the the organization makes money right now, and what uh, what's the potential, and also what's the potential of the integration with Microsoft, and with that we can actually uh, understand the overall business models. I explained already in, the, in previous episodes how the three layers of AI work in terms of, um, of uh, ecosystem and I explained also how OpenAI is sort of uh, building the so-called foundational layer for, for AI. And it's also helping other businesses actually build the so-called middle layer and then the the business application layer. Of course, as we'll see throughout this episode, part of the business application layer will be built also directly by OpenAI and also through the integration of OpenAI with, um, with Microsoft. But let's go step by step. The first thing to take into account, and uh, it was a kind of a business model shift, because uh, until November of 2022, uh, OpenAI had uh, primarily uh, made money uh, by uh, using, by pretty much providing access to its uh, APIs. Uh, And therefore, uh, by monetizing the the API's access, uh, it would uh, make money uh, through that, which was uh, primarily a consumption model so as a business you plug to the OpenAI you go to the OpenAI website you plug to the uh, OpenAI uh, APIs and uh, based on the consumption of the underlying model meaning how many requests or tokens you consume when you're uh, you know asking to the foundational model so to GPT-3 to do specific tasks uh, and uh, tokens uh, then mm, that's how uh, the 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 payment will be based on and then on the other side of course if you're asking the model to do more if you want to do more complex things like fine tuning uh, like, for instance, if you want to do, let's say, um, uh, you want to build an application like, let's say, a customized search engine on a vertical uh, segment, uh, in that case, of course, what you want to do is not just to get a general um, purpose understanding of GPT-3, you want to customize it uh, with, uh, for instance, a uh, uh, knowledge base. And when you do that, of course, you're going to need the fine-tuning and bandings. And when you do and when you use those sort of features, of course, uh, the cost. Uh, of the uh, infrastructure is going to be higher and therefore you're going to pay a higher price for the uh, consumption of APIs that's pretty much it but as I said this is how the business model worked until November 2022 and then by November with the release of ChatGPT, there was a fundamental shift which is giving us a little bit of a glimpse of how the business model is changing. And I'm going to leave in the show notes an article, a detailed article from 4 Week MBA, where I explain in detail how the whole thing works. And you're going to find also a graphic that explains the, the, the whole system here. But, you know, again, uh, pre-Charge EPT, so before the launch of Charge GPT, the primary business model of OpenAI was through the monetization of its APIs and as we'll see through the integration of uh, the OpenAI's products within Microsoft, uh, other, um, you know, uh, enterprise platform and then uh, business applications. We'll see this. But right now... Again, if you um, went to OpenAI, you could uh, use its APIs. But with the release of ChatGPT, uh, this has become a sort of a, a business uh, application tool and a consumer tool as well, which uh, is uh, as the potential of Google, as we saw uh, and as as I shown in previous episodes. Of course, ChatGPT has still many limitations and drawbacks. Especially, is not able to be factually correct in many cases, so it's not reliable. Of course, as Google, if it was, then it would be already a company worth a trillion. But of course, they are working on a way to make ChatGPT more grounded and therefore able to scale. So, uh, my um, main, uh, um, you know, argument here is that if they want to keep scaling and make sure that OpenAI becomes a company as valuable as Google, they need to keep ChatGPT free. Uh, of course, uh, then they will also monetize it most probably through uh freemium uh you know with the, with a premium version so uh so far charge gpt might actually uh, come about with the free version that is already available but of course might be extremely limited uh, less performance uh, less capabilities and um, um, you know uh, less functionalities and then with the premium version that is going to have higher performance more capabilities more functionalities for instance right now <laughs> if you go on uh, chatgpt many times of the day due to the traffic you might find many outages uh, so the, the the chat may be stuck but of course if you go if you are in the premium then you're gonna get additional functionalities like for instance your list is saved you know uh, you know for 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 the old time that you're talking to ChatGPT and your conversations conversation stay saved there and for instance you may get also chat as an application on your iPhone. So we don't know for sure how the ChatGPT premium is gonna look like but that seems the model for now. And there is another additional thing to highlight here. ChatGPT might also uh, be monetized, who knows, maybe uh, one day through advertising. The only thing, uh, of course, uh, right now, the way this is going forward is uh, uh, it's more the partnership from between OpenAI and, and Microsoft, which is actually leading The monetization effort of ChatGPT through advertising because if Microsoft is working on integrating a ChatGPT feature within Bing, Bing is already monetized primarily through search ads, and therefore they might figure out how to make money through ads with ChatGPT, which for now is not as easy as it seems because, again, the main issue is. Uh, this is not grounded. It doesn't have an index. It doesn't have a retrieval system, and it might not even need one because, again, there was the old paradigm of search engines. We, as I explained in a previous episode, that that's how search engines work, and it doesn't have to be like that. It may be that ChatGPT can scale to become a multi-billion-dollar company just with a with a, with a freemium uh, model. It's uh, it's plausible. We'll see. And then, of course, the other side of the business model is the partnership within. Uh, between like OpenAI and Microsoft, so this partnership is working at uh, several levels. Uh, in, in the first place, uh, you know this partnership uh, is uh, giving OpenAI the foundation to actually build its models and also to sustain its uh, uh, applications. For instance, right now, uh, you know uh, if uh, if um, OpenAI managed to launch something like ChatGPT and is now managing to work on something like GPT-4, it's because it has the computing power to do that. Through the AI supercomputer, the Microsoft Azure has given access to OpenAI. And on the other side, of course, um, the other uh, ki- the other things to take into account for the Microsoft OpenAI partnership uh, uh, is that, um, yeah, of course, uh, Microsoft is uh, is uh, will might come, um, might become the main investor into the OpenAI LP. Uh, and Microsoft, in the meantime, is building a huge uh, AI supercomputer. Has built already a huge uh, Azure AI supercomputer, um, you know, within within Microsoft. And the other part of the business model is that, of course, uh, now all the applications that have been developed by um, by OpenAI will be available on the enterprise platform of uh, Microsoft Azure. I'll, I'll explain this in a, uh, in a separate episode of uh, how Microsoft is actually monetizing and taking advantage of the partnership with uh, with OpenAI right now and how it might take advantage in the future. But for now, uh, you just need to know that uh, the uh, OpenAI and Microsoft partnership is moving in different directions. First of all, in terms of infrastructure, so Microsoft is providing um, the the uh, OpenAI the cost structure to the the infrastructure to sustain the cost of the organization therefore the whole cost structure of OpenAI is based on the Microsoft uh, infrastructure so Microsoft Azure and then on the other side uh, you know uh, part of the OpenAI services are getting integrated into the Azure enterprise platform which of course we can assume they may be consuming uh, APIs on uh, OpenAI and therefore over time OpenAI might monetize that as well um, and uh, of course, uh, other things uh, that are quite interesting to notice is that there have been many integrations, and Microsoft is looking at other integrations within its products. Like for instance, it's looking at integrations of uh, ChatGPT-like technology within Bing, uh, within Office, and uh, there is uh, there has been already the release of uh, GitHub Copilot between um, uh, you know b- between GitHub and OpenAI. Let's remember GitHub is part of Microsoft. So that's how the um, The the uh, OpenAI business model work. That's how uh, um, OpenAI is making money right now. We see how things might evolve in the future. I'll keep you up to date in this uh, podcast.